tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.
Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to the marketplace. Coming up, Ghana ranked among 16 African countries whose operational risk worsened between the end of 2022 and mid-2023. We will discuss the implications. Also ahead, government expected to finalize domestic debt exchange program after securing more than 90% participation in the final round of restructuring of the financial instruments. Plus, constant price hikes force Ghanaians to reduce appetite for food and other essential items, according to a survey by Maverick Research. We'll delve into that ahead. My name is Daryl Kwa. Thanks for joining us. Details coming up. First up, Ghana is ranked among 16 African countries whose operational risk worsened between the end of 2022 and mid-2023. That's according to the Economist Intelligence Unit's latest operational risk outlook. Let's hear more in this report. According to the UK-based firm, the Western scores have been driven mainly by deterioration in the macroeconomic risk subcategory. This reflects the negative impact of rising domestic consumer prices on businesses' profit margins and the wider implications for exchange rate and monetary policy. That said, despite shocks presented by the Russia-Ukraine war and the scars left by coronavirus pandemic in 2020 and 2021, EIU said macroeconomic risk retains its place as the best-rated subcategory across the region with an average score of 43, equivalent to a C rating. This is mainly reflecting relatively fast economic growth that comes with expanding populations. Meanwhile, 11 of the 51 countries have an improving risk outlook. This include Tanzania, the Central African Republic, and Ethiopia. Government is expected to close a chapter on the domestic debt exchange program in the coming days after securing more than 90% participation in the domestic dollar bonds, cocoa bills, and pension funds. Here's more. The domestic dollar bonds, the cocoa bills, and the restructuring of the pension funds ended last Friday after it was extended on two occasions. But based on what Joy Business has picked up, Participation in all these papers is pegged at more than 90%. This government claims it has secured more than what it even targeted to describe this final round of domestic detention program as a success. Finance Ministry, together with other financial institutions that worked on these papers, will be coming out with the fine details in terms of the level of participation as well as the allotments and how the payments will be done and the maturity dates in the coming days. Government sees the closing of this chapter on the domestic direction program as one of those targets that could help Ghana pass the first review under the ZIMF program come next month. Some market analysts also believe that finalizing this domestic direction program gives some clarity about the direction of the economy when it comes to government's finances. 
Meantime, government says it has made significant progress towards restructuring of its external debt, including euro bonds. Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam is a minister of state at the finance ministry. He spoke to my colleague, George Afe. I think we are making uh, uh, good progress uh, on, on that front as well. Uh, you know, we have two types of uh, external debts here. You have the, the euro bond uh, holders, and then also you have the bilateral uh, creditors. So for the euro bond uh, holders, we set up two committees. Mm. You know, the first committee for the international uh, bond holders, and another committee for regional uh, bond holders. Mm. We've had constructive engagement uh, with them, and we actually shared in May uh, this year uh, their restructuring scenarios, mm. you know, hoping to receive uh, uh, an offer from, from, from them. Mm. As I speak to you, we've received uh, an offer from the regional bond uh, uh, holders, and uh, uh, we are negotiating, we are discussing seriously about that offer. Mm. We're hoping to receive uh, an offer from the international bond, uh, bond holders. Uh, for the uh, bilateral creditors. We are also engaged in constructive discussions uh, with them. Uh, it's looking uh, good and then uh, we hope to reach an understanding and to sign an MOU uh, with them in the next months. You know, And so this is where we are as far as the external debts uh, restructuring are concerned. Well, back to our earlier story uh, to do with the EIU's uh, operational risk outlook, which uh, says that Ghana is among 16 African uh, countries whose operational risk worsened between the end of uh, 2022 and mid-2023. On Zoom with us, Sarah Kao, who is Senior Finance Lecturer at the University of Cape Coast uh, School of Business. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, this afternoon. First of all, explain to us the factors uh, considered in assessing uh, operational risks of a country as far as the economy is concerned? Can you hear me, Mr. Kao? I think you'd have to unmute. Okay, all right. Dari, thank you very much. Uh, when we talk about the operational risks affecting the operations of companies in a particular country, Generally, we are looking at the macroeconomic indicators. We're looking at inflation, the employment level. We're looking at the exchange rate of the country. And in those, when those indicators are not very good, companies in the various countries find it very difficult to operate. And the interest rates might go up. When interest rates are high, companies will have to increase the price of the commodities that they have. And for us in Ghana and some uh, countries in Africa, we have been hit by COVID-19, and COVID-19 coupled with the Russian-Ukraine war came in. And so that has heightened the operational performance of companies that uh, live in Africa and the continent, thereby affecting uh, the prices of commodities that we have in the various market. But this gives room for businesses to now plan very well and make sure that they strategize to ensure that they are able to uh, maximize the returns that they get on their investments. Yeah, I was going to ask you why, why you, th you think our operational risk worsened between the period, the end of 2022 and mid-2023, and you cite um, instances such as the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, are, are these just factors that uh, were external, or there are things that 
also the government or the managers of the economy didn't do right? And then what are the implications if our operational risks uh, worsened during that period? Yeah, so when you, when you look at that, we can look at both external factors and internal factors that affect the operations of companies in Ghana in particular. The external ones, I have, as I have mentioned, we are looking at the Russia-Ukraine war. Aside that, we also have the banking sector cleanup. That has also affected. We also have situations where our government was not able to manage the exchange rate very well. Our government was not able... Uh, the domestic debt exchange that we also have over a period had affected a lot of companies, a lot of individuals in the country, and that um, went a long way to affect the Bank of Ghana when they have to increase the policy rates within the country. And so there are some factors that are external to us, but then largely we can look at we not being able to manage the exchange rate system that we have in our country. And then the borrowings of government, the fiscal policies of government was not very good. We have increases in taxation within the period, and these increases have actually affected most of the businesses that are operating. Uh, what should the government be doing now to reduce the risks and mitigate its impact? Yeah, Dari, uh, when, when you look at what we have done so far, we've been able to secure the IMF deal. Securing the IMF deal brings some level of stability. So we all, over the period, we have seen inflation coming down and going up. Uh, we have seen the exchange rate stabilization. We've seen some agreements being entered between the government and IMF in terms of zero financing of IMF, uh, the government programs that we have. What we need to do is that we need to prioritize the needs of the country. Once we are able to prioritize the needs of the country, we would be able to do well. But my fear is that once we are entering an election year and we have seen glimpses of the by-elections that have come in, politicians tend to ignore all the policies and then the benchmarks that they have set out for themselves. Mm. And that, I think, we need to go back and look at it and ensure that we follow what we have agreed with IMF and what we have agreed in the budget of the country. Okay, uh, before you go, I just want to ask you about the DDP, um, some latest developments. I just want to run them by you. First of all, that uh, the new DDP, the government has secured over 90% participation. It is intending to close a chapter on it. Uh, we just had the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry say, well, we are making some progress on external debt restructuring. In that interview, he also indicated that the government may be going back uh, to uh, scout for more investors from the initial DDP, I mean, for those who did not participate. I, I just want to put all of these in context. How are we doing so far, do you think? Uh, we, we have kept so long in terms of the external debt um, agreement that we need to do. We need to fast track that and make sure that we are able to do well. Uh, if we are not able to restructure the external debt, then it is going to be very difficult for us. And if the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, uh, at the Presidency, is telling us that they are coming to call on the 
domestic bondholders who did not take part in it and to reconsider their decision to roll onto it. That presupposes that they are finding it very difficult with the external debt um, exchange. And the external debt restructuring, uh, they need to go back and look at it. I'm not too sure that those who have not enrolled on their domestic debt exchange at this time, if they are able to receive their coupons and all those things, and with what the government is doing over a period, government will be able to get them enrolled on it. Mm. Thank you so much uh, for joining us here. I'm Kawa, Senior Finance Lecturer at the University of Cape Coast School of uh, Business. I appreciate your time with us. Uh, you heard him talk about inflation. Well, constant price increases have forced Ghanaians to reduce their appetite for fast-moving consumer goods. According to a survey by Maverick Research, the survey pointed out that consumers offset food price increases with non-essential items such as non-alcoholic beverages. Atomica is managing principal of uh, Maverick Research. He joins me on Zoom uh, with some more uh, detail. Uh, good afternoon to you. Very interesting insights from the research. Talk to us a bit more about what you discovered from um, the survey. Yes, thank you. So what we discovered from the survey is that the, from um, compared to last year, so the first half of this year, January to June of uh, 2023, compared to the same period 2022 value growth that means for fmcg products the price increases have um drove have changed have grown uh, by 80 percent wow. meanwhile volume has grown by two percent but think about it if you what's the cost of uh, milk or the cost of your average cost of uh, any product that you 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 buy right um that's gone up by that much and Ghanaian consumers have not seen. Um... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Increases in prices, uh, sorry, in incomes to that level. So what do you have? For, what are they doing? They are substituting or making trade-offs. And so the trade-offs that we've seen in order to fund food inflation is a reduction in other categories that we consume so that I wouldn't consume as, as, as many or as, uh, as, as much uh, carbonated soft drinks, etc. But I would rather use that money to fund um, the cost in uh, tomato paste uh, and, and, and other products. It's, it's, it's equally important to also clarify or mention that what we saw was that even within the food category, the all foods are not the same, right? right? And so there's needs and wants, right? And so the foods that we need, right, the non, uh, the very, the essential, pro the essential foods, were able to were fairly il il um, inelastic, right? So the price increases, uh, consumers still tolerated the price increases for the most part. For foods that are optional, so what do I mean by optional foods or foods that are good to have. Um, I'm talking things like cheeses, uh, margarine, butter, um, etc. Uh -huh. We saw that consumers really cut back on volumes as as quickly as the prices uh, as quickly as prices um, went up. Right. So that is what we're seeing. That Ghanaian consumer is stretched um, as, as as it comes to his. Uh, Um, disposable income, and they are making those trade-offs based off of their their economic situation and their needs at that and at that at, at this point in time. Uh, so, what what are the repercussions of this for manufacturers, for instance, for the non-essential items like uh, like you mentioned the cheeses, but, uh, margarine, because they are not having the easiest one. Well. They are forced to increase prices because they also want to stay profitable. Yes, so. And this 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 happens um, uh, when you go through these um, economic um, recessionary periods, quote unquote. If you if you if you look at it that way, the for manufacturers, there are key there are three key things that you need to understand. If if you're a manufacturer in that space and within the FMCG space, you need to understand where your product sits in the as far as consumers' um, uh, needs and wants are concerned, right? So mm -hmm. is it something that, do you sit in a, uh, are you a need or are you a want? Now, if you're a need or want, there are various strategies that you can deploy to better manage um, uh, the new consumer reality or customer reality. Now, if you play the category where you are um, you're highly substitutable, Right, and so that it meaning there are other options in the marketplace at different price points, the quality are comparable or non-distinguishable. Then you will be in a more high-risk scenario, right? Because if I if I have five CDs to spend or ten CDs to spend, and you've increased your price 
above what I can afford, and there are equally um, good options uh, for me, I would switch out of your category. Uh, sorry, I'll switch out of your brand to buy those. Now, if you understand that, you then look at ways to mitigate that, either yeah. um, through your pack and your, your, your price points and, and, and the sizes that you offer. Um, are you going to reduce product in order to hit certain price points in order to keep your uh, customers or customers in? If the other option too, which you can manufacturers can do, is obviously look at their brands and their portfolio, right? So are you at the various price points, or do you have a, a sachet? Do you have a mid pack? Do you have a large pack? Um, which would then offer different uh, affordable entry points and use cases um, for, for, for consumers. Now, see, it, when I talk about this, I always want to talk about the fact that Ghanaians are not um, driving to, are not always seeking the most, the, the cheapest option. They're looking for um, value, right? And mm-hmm. so in certain ca- consumer categories, you have the larger packs that are actually driving. So for instance, last year, tomato paste, for instance, the 2.2 uh, kilogram um, uh, packs really, really drove a lot of volume because most were looking for um, huge value, looking for real value, right? So it's slightly expensive, but I get more. Uh. So we need to manufacturers need to understand the dynamic and how consumers actually are working and using their um, the range of products that they have, the range of sizes and prices that they have in their portfolio. The last um, way that they can look at it is what we call um, watching the flags, right? So in most cases, as we see now, um, you have the sachet end of the uh, of of, of uh, product or product range, and you have the real big container bucket type options. If you think, like real example is laundry powder, so you have um, sachet options, and you have the bucket options, and then you have your mid. Um, tier range, so the 500 uh, kg, etc. You need to look at, manufacturers need to look at um, which of these pricing, sorry, um, the tiers are growing and then really within their portfolio, they really play it up there. If you are a price, if you're playing to a pricing stiff consumer or customer base, you would see that your sachet would have gotten more traction and so you need to kind of focus on that and drive that bit either through your channel expansion um, uh, production etc um, on that front if your consumers are value customers that are looking that still can afford those higher price points you need yeah. to play up to that so understanding that range and understanding the dynamics of how your consumers are interacting with your brand your SKUs, your different price points better positions you to do that and so for those in the 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 want sector, sector, be it margarine, butter, etc. There's still hope, and you just have we get manufacturers just need to understand how those consumers are interacting with their with their products through data. Oh, final question. I, I mean, it's great that you clarify that Ghanaians are not necessarily looking for um, cheaper brands, but are uh, looking for value and. But my question is that is it also the case that less popular brands are expanding their market because uh, their products are cheaper? Absolutely. And I think we've seen that in 
um, a, a number of categories where you call these the, we call them the no-name brands. Uh-huh. But the, the 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 key thing is that the Ghanaian Ghanaians are not, in terms of our consumer behavior, we are not monolithic, right? So you would have those that would be purely price driven, and if you play in that category. As a manufacturer, as a brand owner, you need to be conscious of that, that there are certain price points that you don't cross, you know. And if you play in that category and you're, you're a big brand and you, you continue to increase prices, you know, the consumers will, the market is always right. So consumers will always um, retreat uh, until you, you make the necessary adjustment to that. But yes, we're seeing disruptions in, in the categories that we, we cover. Um, in terms of upstart brands or challenger brands really, really making headway. All right. Great insights there. Thank you so much. Um, Atomica Managing Principal, Maverick Research. appreciate your time. Let's turn to the financial markets. Uh, government recorded 5.63% oversubscription of Treasury bill sale, but at surging interest rates, according to the auction by the Bank of Ghana, the government got 3.22 billion uh, cities head of trading at Republic Securities, Patrick Edemagama joins me on Zoom uh, to discuss this. So, Patrick, 5.63% of a subscription at the auction, but at certain interest rates, what transpired during last Friday's auction? Um, d- d- during the auction, we saw that the government was able to raise enough to cater for the maturing securities of 26 8 billion. They raised a total of 3.2 billion against a target of 3.053 billion. We noticed that all the 91 days were accepted. However, um, they rejected 15 million of the 182 day and then 4 million of the 364 day bill because of the high yields that were quoted by investors. Uh, again, the 91 day was the most desired. Um, it rose by 31.58 basis point to close at 27 point. 0.2%. The 182-day cleared at 28.26%, rising by 73.67 basis points, while the 364-day cleared at 31.24%, rising by 15.76 basis points. Okay, and so we know that government wants to borrow a whopping 38.959 billion CDs via TBOs in quarter three. Would they be able to get that much at the end of the third quarter? We are just a month shy. Well, statistically, what we are seeing is that um, the shortfalls that they've seen in uh, meeting the targets uh, can be covered by the oversubscriptions that we are seeing uh, in some weeks. So, yes, they should be able to meet that target. What uh, we are all concerned about is how they are going to be able to raise the, the money to be able to pay the upcoming uh, maturities and uh, the upcoming DDP coupons in February. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohammed Amin Adam, uh, was last Thursday asked if government was going to consider T-bills and the DDP. He said uh, that is not an option right now. But generally, the markets, are there, are there still f- such fears? Oh, yes, yes, there are such fears in the market, but um, so far, so good. We've seen that they've been able to uh, meet all the, uh, the maturities that are coming in. For this week, uh, in particular, we have about $2.7 billion that they need to meet, and we've seen that the government uh, is targeting raising $3.64 billion 
Ghana cities to be able to meet this short-term maturity. So we, we, we expect the trend to continue. Okay, quick 10. Uh, let's to the stock market. Um, tell us how the market fared last week. Well, for last week, we saw some uh, hikes in some of the equities. Uh, we expect those equities like Societe gaining uh, a lot of traction last week to continue this week. As we are speaking, it has already gained a PESOA uh, and is trading at one CD. We expect demand in GCB to also mount for this week. On the supply side, we expect the pressure to be felt in stocks like Goyal and Car. As we are speaking, Goyal has lost two PESOAs and then Car has lost the PESOA. Uh, so we, we expect this trend to continue in these talks for this week. Uh, and what's happening with uh, Standard Chartered Bank? Because analysts expect sh- share price to rise this week. Demand for uh, uh, SCB is also mounting uh, against limited supply. The supply levels we are seeing are above market. So when the demand is able to um, pick that supply, we expect the share price to rise in the course of the week. All right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Patrick Adam Agama, Head of Trading at Republic Securities, uh, bringing us up to speed on the financial markets. And that's our program uh, this afternoon, everyone. Thanks for watching. There is more news on our website, myjoyonline.com forward slash business. You can get the day's latest uh, stories from over there. We will be back same time tomorrow. Stay tuned.